You're listening to the Independent Mom Podcast, the podcast that shows you how to own your finances, reimagine your motherhood, and live a wealthy life with or without a partner. And I'm your host, Arielle Dean. All right, let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome back. It has been a minute since I have been on the podcast, and hopefully you had a chance to listen to my prior episode about going on a sabbatical. And my sabbatical is almost over, but I wanted to come on because it has been so transformational in deeper ways than I thought And I wanted to talk a little bit about what I've been up to, what I've been doing. If you ever thought about having a sabbatical, please take this as your sign to go and do it and find a way. There's so many ways that you can do that now, often through companies, whether it's personal leave or medical leave, because I really do hope that you take away from this episode the importance of how stepping away even if it's kind of busy, because I feel like I packed my sabbatical with actually quite a lot of things, but it can still be so insightful and transformative when you step away from what you've been doing, what you do day to day, from being busy in a different way, and just have time to think and process and be with people and have experiences and have fun. So that's what I'm going to talk about on this episode. But I will also do some subsequent episodes going into detail about some of the things that I did do over my sabbatical because I think those could be really important. So at a high level, I want to talk about all the things that I did. So I didn't take a super long sabbatical. I did about two months. And initially, as you may have heard on the prior episode, I knew I was going to be in Barbados for a large amount of it, which is where my mom's family is from. And we still have family there and cousins there. And so spent probably about two and a half weeks there, which was amazing. But I actually kicked off my sabbatical that I didn't really think about at the time in Chicago with some friends at the Beyonce concert and celebrating a birthday of one of my dear friends. And it was just so relaxing and free and fun. And it reminded me in so many ways, not only where I have, how far I've come, but also just being free and fun. And there was a point in the middle of Beyonce concert where she talked about doing this for 25 years. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I've been following Beyonce for probably 25 years. But it is powerful to think about, look how much has happened in those 25 years and how different things are, but that I'm still having fun and I'm still with friends. And so it was just a really nice reminder. So I had a blast at the Beyonce concert and then very shortly afterwards got on a plane and went to Barbados with my family. And like I said, we were there for probably a little bit over two weeks. We went for one of the main festivals or carnival, which is called Crop Over, which is really a celebration of the end of the sugarcane season. But just like you probably have heard of carnival in Trinidad and Tobago, It is the sort of larger carnival within Barbados. And as a child, my sisters and I, my mom took us as part of her job. She actually had to go back to her home country every few years. 
And so we, I spent most of my summers as a child in Barbados going to crop over and Kadume and all the events and hadn't done that in many, many years. My daughter had never been. And so this was her first time experiencing it, which was fun. But I have to say, initially, I went in thinking, well, this is going to be relaxing, right? Like Barbados is beautiful. It truly is like paradise. The ocean is gorgeous. Where we were staying was going to be great. And I always enjoy spending time with my family. But I think the part that I didn't expect to take away from it was there was something about being in a place where everyone around you is Black and there's a Black prime minister and she's a woman and she's a powerhouse. And I was around all my aunts who are amazing and beautiful and my mom, who is like (laughs) the most amazing woman at her age doing all of the things. And it just was a really strong reminder of who I am and where I come from and the strength and the power and the intelligence and the fun of just being in a culture that celebrates at a, in a, at a time, especially during crop over, where it's all about celebrating freedom and life and celebration. And it was like this jolt of revitalizing in me and realizing how much I had let that go dormant in my life, how much I had sort of allowed myself to sit within the confines. And my aunt, who always teases us about not wearing bright colors, and I wasn't going out and dancing. And it just reminded me how much that used to be a part of me, a part of the culture. I love dancing to Calypso and Soka. And I could feel myself as the trip went on, re-embracing that core and that energy and really reconnecting with a part of me that I hadn't connected with in a long time. And so even though I would not have thought, right, like this two weeks with my daughter and family, we were doing all of the activities and all the things. And at times it definitely felt more exhausting than relaxing, but it really was like food for my soul. And so I would encourage anyone, if you are thinking about taking a sabbatical, right, go to a place that maybe has some deeper meaning for you or some childhood meaning or connection because it brought on a lot for me about who I want to be and who I could be and how much of the things that I remember and that I loved in my childhood I haven't embraced and integrated into my life now and how I want to do that differently. And so came back from Barbados, which was an amazing trip. It was both fun and relaxing. I actually wish I could have stayed longer. But I knew there were other things I wanted to come back to. And I wanted to have some time that I could just sit and pray and be quiet and listen to what was coming up for me, what were the stories in my head and just be for a while. And so that's what I did in the next week is I basically spent the week back at home. It wasn't completely free. (laughs) My daughter was in camp for most of the day, but I did have time during the day to go on walks. And I did a lot of walking and listening to what I felt like God was saying and listening to where I felt like I was wrestling and journaling 
and reading things that I had journaled in the past to really just try to get a sense of where am I now and what do I want and, and where is their attention? And as part of that, you guys have probably heard me talk a lot about this. My coach, Patrice Washington, she did a soul detox. And one of the parts that was the most compelling as she's been talking about it is really being clear that sometimes we think we are exhausted and tired, but it's not because we're doing so many things. It's because our soul is tired of trying to get us to do the thing that will fulfill us, that will bring us joy. And we just keep stuffing it down and pushing it away and focusing on what we think society is telling us to do or what we think we should do. And I definitely have felt that tension of there's this calling and I feel like my soul is pulling me towards something, but there's the practical side of me and the financial side of me that's like, I mean, or do we really want to do this? Uh, and so I did the soul detox with her, which was great as well to just really think about where are those areas where I am starting to step more fully into what I believe is my purpose and what I think God is trying to get me to do, but where are also the places where I'm stuck and I need to help become more actualized. And as part of that, I also shortly afterwards, was asked to talk on a live that she did on Instagram about a program that I did with her, which was called Pillar Mastery, and how that really accelerated and set me on a journey to pursue this sabbatical and to launch this podcast. It really helped to remove some of the barriers in my faith of believing that what God had for me, I could put more faith into than what I thought I had for me and what I thought the security of my job could have. And it was through that program of really getting clear on where does my faith lie and listening more clearly that I was able to make some of those moves. And before even doing that program, I had said, you know, I'd love to be able to talk with Patrice or, you know, be showcased. And so it was kind of like this mini dream come true in a lot of ways to be able to tell my story and to be on the sabbatical and talk about that experience and what I got out of one of her programs. So I can definitely talk more about that as well if anyone's interested, because I definitely recommend working with her through one of her programs. And that really set me up mentally for the next week that was coming along. At this point, I probably was around four-ish, almost five-ish weeks into my sabbatical. And you may have heard me mention this before or on Instagram, but I am in the process, almost through, of becoming a Hello7 certified coach. And so that allows me to work with Rachel Rogers and her team, the author of We Should All Be Millionaires, and help to close the wealth cap by becoming a coach that can support more, especially minority women or underserved populations, learn how to not only start businesses, but really grow businesses. So as part of that program, being a Hello7 certified coach, we had a four-day intensive in Atlanta where I had a chance to meet one of my other coaching mentors, which is Rachel Rogers, and get to hear her speak and really get to connect with her and her team. 
Um, so more on that in future episodes. I definitely will be talking about that as well. But again, an amazing week. It was an amazing intensive. Over a hundred other women, primarily of color, who were there, all focused on not only being great coaches, but closing the wealth cup. And so that was transformative, not only because of the information and the opportunity to hear from all of Rachel Rogers' great insights, but also because I was surrounded by other women who are running their own businesses or who are transitioned out of corporate. And it was seeing the freedom and the colors and the joy and the laughter and just connecting with people that really hit my heart. And it really was a mirror to me of where I have been playing small, where I have been, I think in a lot of ways, struggling to step out of the box and the mold that I've felt like I've had to fit in for you know 20 almost plus years of working in corporate America. But to see people who had done it and to see such a contrast, I was joking with my family about when you go to conferences, when it's primarily Black women or women of color, you know, we danced, we sang, the music was amazing. There was so much laughter and so much color. The outfits were amazing. I was like, oh my gosh, I really need to step up my game. And so it was so powerful to think about stepping into what that next place could look like, could feel like, could be like. And while I have thought of that, it's very different when you can see it and you start to embrace it and decide like, that's who I want to become. As Rachel Rogers says, like, how can you be her now? And in a lot of ways, I have been holding myself back from fully stepping into and embracing what that next vision that next chapter could be like. And that was one of the biggest takeaways for me is really this idea around sort of chapters and seasons. When I started to look back over my sabbatical so far, it was interesting to me that I sort of had these little pockets of where I had been. I had been in Chicago for 10 plus years, followed Beyonce for 25-ish years, then I went, you know, to Barbados where a lot of my childhood fond memories were and where a lot of my heritage and a lot of the things that make me who I am and how my parents raised me were ingrained and, and are still such a big part of me. And then I came back and I started working on the future me, right? Where where am I going and what my purpose is and how I can step into what I want to be and maybe what's been dormant. And what I realized was in a lot of ways, you know, I talk about this podcast very early on in the beginning, there was definitely a period for me where I was surviving, you know, after the loss of family members, after the loss of money. For a long time, I felt like I was in the survival mode. And, you know, I think everyone has that phrase, right? It's from surviving to thriving. And we like to think of it as this very quick next step, right? It's like, well, I'm done surviving and now I'm on to thriving. And when I looked back and I started to think about where I am and how things have evolved, what I realized is it's much more like anytime any of us get hurt or survive anything really bad, you survive, but you often don't go straight to thriving. 
there's actually a period in between that I've heard to call recover and rebuild. And what I realized is in some ways, right, coming to DC after living in Chicago for so many years and working so hard and fighting so hard, there was a period of time where I do think God was really saying, you know what, you need a little bit of time to recover. And I'm going to slow the pace down. I'm going to help you recover some of what you've lost financially, from a time perspective. And when I think about that transition, that is a lot of what happened. I was moving so fast. And when I moved here, I kept thinking, oh my God, like my job is so slow. It's so easy. But I feel like it was sort of like this recovery period. It's like, you know, when someone comes out of surgery, there's a recovery period, right? Where they just have to rest for a little bit and they can regroup and they regain themselves. And I am so grateful and so blessed that I have had the opportunity to have a little bit of a respite. Uh, You know, even in my job, I would say like, I've had some amazing opportunities to travel the world, to stay in luxury hotels. And my job definitely is not at the crazy pace that I was working at for many years. But I think coming out of recover, there's actually a a next chapter or a next season, and it's called rebuild. And there's a period, it's almost like when you go through physical therapy, right, where you have to rebuild, right? You have to get out of that survival mindset and you have to start setting that vision. And it might take, it takes new muscles and it can feel a little bit hard and it's frustrating sometimes because you're rebuilding in a new way. That recovery period and that survival season, they're gone. But now you've got to start preparing yourself and moving yourself into truly a thriving space And this sabbatical has been that time for me to start reimagining and rebuilding and preparing myself and my mind and reconnecting with what energizes me and what matters to me and what lights me up and what pisses me off and how I want to grow and thrive moving forward. And for a lot of us, what can happen is we try to keep on the same thing we were wearing and doing in one season and bring it into the next season. But it's time to stop wearing that winter sweater in the middle of summer. I realized, right, that there is, there was a season in my life where I wanted to be unseen. I wanted to be quiet. I wanted to fade into the background. There was a period of my life where I felt like I could not speak up. I didn't feel like I could be free. But I think that season has now come to an end and it's time for me to release some of those behaviors and some of those protective actions that I did in that one season as I start to rebuild for this next season and I finally get to this thriving season. And so I challenge you that if you feel like you're leaning towards something, but you feel tied or pulled 
to something from your past or something from before, evaluate whether you are trying to bring or whether you're carrying some things from a previous season into this new season. Maybe that job, maybe that house, maybe that relationship was there when you were in recovery mode because you just needed a little bit of a break, a little bit of ease, a little bit of space. But now that you're rebuilding, maybe it's time for a new vision, a new purpose, a new goal. And I also would suggest if you have thought about taking a break, taking space, as my coach, Patrice Washington says, like, just take the moment to get off of autopilot. Take a moment to step off of the treadmill, off of the hamster wheel. And even if you're like me, who took a very busy sabbatical, you may be wildly impressed by what some of that time can do and that reflection can do and how it can speak to you about what is coming, where you have been and where you want to go. And so while I don't have it all completely worked out yet, and like I said, I am going to go into some deeper dives in future episodes about some of the things I talked about today, but I can feel, um, and I've started to make some investments and moves towards really this wealthy life that I have been working towards and building towards, but thinking about it in a much broader level than just my wealth, but also job and purpose and family and location and wardrobe (laughs) and how a part of me that had to be created, that had to live when I was in one season, maybe it's complete. And that was something that one of my coaches said to me as well, is that something doesn't have to be toxic for it to be complete. And so I just challenge you that as you look and you evaluate and you assess where you are or where you want to be. My clothes may not be toxic, right? But I realize now that maybe that part of my life that was scrimping and scraping and buying only the things that could go with everything. So I only had to buy a few things and only wearing black because it was the easiest thing to match, that maybe that was a part of my survival behavior. But that time is complete. And now I can rebuild and reimagine and start to redesign this next chapter. So I'm excited to do that with all of you and to kick off season two of The Independent Mom. And so I hope this episode was helpful for you. I will be sharing more of some of the gems and takeaways that I've been having throughout this sabbatical, but I wanted to make sure that I got this one in, still in a high of my sabbatical. And if you love this episode, if you want to hear more, please make sure to DM me on Instagram is where I am most at The Independent Mom. Or you can also email me at ariel at theindependentmom.com. All right, I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for joining me today and tuning in to an episode of the Independent Mom podcast. If this episode resonated with you, please comment, rate, and review the podcast. Your feedback would mean the world to me. And until next time, please know that I appreciate you for lending me your time and your ears, and I will catch you in the next episode.